Hello and welcome to the Dead Air Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm Raka. Thank you all loyal fans of the podcast, the, the YouTube channel, the TikTok, everything Dead Air Dudes. Uh, this weekend, actually, in New York City is AnimeCon, the biggest anime convention in New York City. It's happening, Jacob Javits, as we speak. As and we the speak. heels of AnimeCon, let's reel into the number one search, at least stream search anime right now, which is on Netflix, the cult classic verse, Scott Pilgrim verse, Scott Pilgrim takes off. With all things Scott Pilgrim in the whole universe, we are now segueing to Izzy, our resident expert. Izzy, take it away. All right. Well, first of all, expert, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I am a big fan. I do have a Ramona Flowers tattoo. Well, you can't really see it, but right there. Wow. So I think that says it all. I'm a huge fan of the books as well as the video game, as well as the movie. And now we have the animated series. First of all, for everyone, it's obviously aimed for adults. It has a it has adult content in the animated uh I guess anime. It's in it's run anime style. It's done by a, a popular company, which I'm gonna probably mess it up now, but uh Jeez, I, I forgot the name, but suffice to say that uh yeah, they're um they're uh jeez something no 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 that's gonna mess me up but uh anyway doesn't matter all right so for all for all you guys and gals who saw the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the World we all know the story Scott Pilgrim is uh, a bass player in Toronto he's kind of a slacker kind of a you know. Uh, he's 23 years old, who he is just recently back in the dating world. He's dating a high schooler. Knife's child happens to be 17 years old. Now he meets this the girl, this girl literally in his dreams, Ramona Flowers, who's an American who moved to Toronto. And she has seven exes. Okay. Now somehow evil exes. Yes, we come to find out that. She has seven evil exes. He was the exes, not ex-boyfriend. Exes. In which Scott, who happens to be a, 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 a phenomenal fighter, best in his province, as has been told many a time, he has to go and defeat them to for basically, you know, for, for Ramona. And then they live happily ever after. But that's in the that's in the movie. And in the graphic novels, the comics, it's a very similar story. I would say it's 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 you know, pretty much not exact, but it's, yeah. Now, this series, if you don't know, you just go and assuming it's just the animated version or an anime version of the movie, you're kind of sorely mistaken, okay? It's kind of a little clickbaity at first, to be honest. You know, it goes to the same machinations, the same storyline, how uh, Scott meets Ramona, with little updates here and there. And uh, when the beginning of the first fight, everything changes, okay? And then you get, which for many people, I've seen some negative reviews on on the show. They clearly didn't watch the whole thing. They clearly have an agenda in the, as far as 
the nextification of of the series as as like a master of the universe. So they obviously had a problem with the storyline shifting from Scott to Ramona. Now, Raka has to have, has some stuff to say. Take it. Okay, so yeah, first of all, I not as in depth as you, but I have watched the other versions and and stuff. I took it as alternate version. And and because it's a series versus the movie, they got to explore deeper, maybe to uncover things like backstories of the exes and everything that you can't really do in the movie in depth. So I did appreciate that. Yes. Okay, this is one thing that you have mentioned. And it's it's not black and white. Many, many in the past have described Scott as a beta male as opposed to an alpha male. He's more passive but when push comes to shove because he doesn't exude, you know, muscle bound physique or he's not, you know, the alpha male you know, your typical caveman type he's more cerebral and more emotional, you know but I'm not sure about the term going past that, going past that term, yes it is true that you can almost retitle this Ramona takes off. But but he takes off, as you write, probably a clickbait to get you in. But it's an occult classic. It's a subgenre of a very dedicated fan base, right? I was the reverse. I saw the movie first and then I went back and I saw some I read some of the comics. And I saw I did some of the backlord and you know, I read a little bit about the gameplay. I haven't played the game, but there's a lure to it because it's almost like the everyday guy. No one's built like He-Man all the time. And of course, even though it's still set, right, the back, I mean, she's a delivery girl for Netflix videos, which is hysterical um, because that takes you back more than a decade when you had Netflix delivery Uh, in person. I have no idea. That must be a Canadian thing, but it's funny and it's witty. It is charming. And they the originally Netflix started out at the subscription service in which they sent to you the DVD. Right. Yeah, for all those that are new to this age and don't remember anything non-digital, uh, th- you actually got a physical DVD in the mail. Funny, funny that's mentioned is that I do believe about a month ago Netflix finally. Yeah. Stop. They finally stopped, and basically they said, you know what, whatever DVDs you have. You're welcome. Keep them because we're, you know, ending the subscription service. So where where the series thrives, in my opinion, is that it does revisit in depth. It you know each act's not like you said. It's not made for kids. They you know they they explore sexuality. They explore Mm -hmm. nuances of being young and making mistakes and going through. I hate to term it that way, but going through different relationships. You do make mistakes as you mature. And in that sense, since we're already breaking all the spoilers, as you go towards the end of the series, you get to them when they're older. Yeah. So let me just say, obviously, we already mentioned a couple spoilers. I guess we're probably going to go. Well, let's go full tilt. We're going to go uh, full spoilers here. So if you have not, if you're already kind of on the on the fence, watch it. Pause us. Put us on the shelf for when Come it's back. over. I mean, the episode is about 24 to 28 minutes, give or take. It Four hours and you'll be it's done. It's a with. great quick watch. 
Yes, I mean, it's four hours, but no, it goes by, and the animated style is very good. So, so yeah, so full spoilers, get ready. By the way, yes, it is signed Saru. There you go. Yes, signed Saru. There, thank you. I was, I was going freaking nuts here. Um, <laughs> what the show did do was a pretty much, I want to say completely, but it. I guess fixed all the wrongs with the source material. Not that there were many, but in particular with Scott and in particular with Ramona's character, which some might say, at least since the the, the books came out. I mean, don't quote me, but I oh four, yeah, there you go, freaking almost twenty years ago. Yeah. So obviously it's generational, and Brian Lee O'Malley, the writer, obviously he's, I do believe he's Gen X. So obviously, from his perspective, when he wrote it, you have other generations reading it, and you're like, wait a second, this kind of is a bit off, whatever. This series kind of fixes that. Like when people say, damn, Scott's Scott's a dick. Yeah, he kind of was. You know, he kind of was. I mean, first of all, he was dating a 17-year-old. Yeah, which they... And he basically met Ramona, Sparks Fly, and he cheated on her. Which, by the way, it's Canada, so you know, two. I mean, <laughs> even though it's not, it's 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 wait, we have we have uh, a good number of affiliate fans that tune in from Canada. We, we no, no, no. <laughs> I don't mean in a bad way, I'm saying this, I guess, the, the 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 age the age difference is obviously frowned upon, which they make quite a number of jokes upon it, you know, even in the book, and even more so in the series. They talk about the series, it. pokes fun of itself, which I, I can appreciate. Which we can all we can say that nothing, nothing, nothing happened. They might have kissed once. Yes. So, yeah. Right. But in in the sense of just relationship, and I get it. Twenty years have passed. There's a lot of progress in thought, in in um, inclusion, and yes. I under so from that point of view, I appreciate where the angle was, and also, if you look at it for what it was. I can appreciate too. It's a guy trying to get date a girl, and you have to fight, literally fight her past. But he has a past, and exactly, she is not like I hate to say this, but she is not to be painted as some easy floozy that goes around and and just she explored her sexuality, her life, her relationship too. So to go into depth was good in the sense that. You don't paint this very narrow-minded view of her. Exactly, Ramona is is probably the epitome of a character who's who's been always put up on that pedestal to be that 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 quirky, cool, uh, different colored, you know, hair girl out of my league type girl. Yeah, who who you know who will fix my whole life, which is wrong, you know, to put to to put a person in that because to put anybody that, in that. Okay, and that's why Scott has his own demons, while Ramona has her issues with relationships and how she left them and how she ended them. He also isn't the prime example of a perfect boyfriend, perfect relationship material, and it they go it goes it, it digs deep into that. Yes. You know? Oh yes, and I in in, in the unexpected twist, I have to admit, I didn't see that coming. Most I, of the I episodes, I didn't see mean, anything coming. Ramona is not the typical damsel in distress. She actually freaking she run. She is basically is the show about her. I mean, even though it centers around Scott, 
she's in every just in every scene. She's in every you know, and she kicks ass. You know, so you know, kudos. Metaphorically, she's forced to face her demons of the past. Right. In detail, I mean, as much as it is probably is gut wrenching and very very awkward, she goes through this journey, and we go through it too. And you see everything, which is they incorporate the anime, the gameplay, fighting, you know, the coins, the music soundtrack is phenomenal. Um, it really gets you hyped up and it should, there really isn't a dull moment or turn. Um, the dialogue is great. And for all those dedicated fans out there, they brought back the entire voice cast. Yeah, every everyone is back. I mean, I guess if, if there's one, I guess not bad thing but there are certain characters that because of the changes within the, the the animated series they don't have as big a role in this one you know as they had in the in the movie and or and or the comic namely one Envy Adams her role is reduced greatly from being just a, a side player or a side character as opposed to being the how they kind of made her the focal point of Scott's past, you know, you know, bullshit and you know as well as yeah, she blew up to be a big thing. As well as I mean, and this is a spoiler. I mean, you know, I was getting graves being the main Oh, villain. that was my biggest issue. That that they kind of completely neutered that character. Is that is that canon? No, well, this this is meant from 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 uh, this is from uh, unoff unofficial. This is meant to be a sequel to the comics. Okay, essentially, it is. It, it, it serves as a sequel, and it's a new plot. Which, which right, thinking, like an alternate which, universe. You know that? Well, they mentioned the comic timeline, which is kind of, and one of the Scots is actually the. Scott from the comics, if that if that may, it, yeah, I guess you have to see it to to really, you know. And <laughs> I don't want to completely spoil everything, but yes, there's time travel involved, and it's it gets wacky without it being over the top. I mean, it's not a complete mind humping. Yeah, uh, yeah no, it's, it's, it's not meant to, you know, you know, the space time continuum. No, it's all very loose. As far as that's concerned, you know, but but in, in its own little realm, it keeps contiguous. Yes, I mean, you have the Katianagi twins who have a pivotal role in 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 this. There's a robot. There's a robot. The robot is from the is from the games. If if you if you guys have not played the game, then you're like, where the robot come from? The robot is the creation. I, I, of the I asked that question myself. Like, where the hell did? And and he plays a pivotal role in the in the game. With the game is actually. Pretty damn awesome. It's it's a side scroll beat 'em up, kind of like uh, how uh, Double Dragon was back in the day. And you know, you get to play the different characters, and pretty cool. I mean, if you, I do believe it might still be on PlayStation, you know, uh, or or and or Xbox, so check it out. I think it might be on Nintendo also, but um, in their store. But you know, check it out. And uh, you also have a huge role for Matthew Patel, you know. So I'm gonna say that. But, but that isn't that one of the lures too. This is that in a clever way, this series gave the exes a voice. No, I mean Patel in particular. Patel, uh, Roxy had 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 a good uh, had a good uh, Lucas Lee. 
Lucas Lee, and even um even uh Todd. Uh the right. <laughs> see they weren't they weren't flat no characters anymore. No, they weren't they, but they had I, depth to it. I would have liked for them to freaking really, you know. I don't like the fact that what they did to Envy's character. Not not what they did to her, but as far as they kind of neutered that that whole storyline, which is fine. I mean, you you can't give everybody No, and if you're making an alternate version of things, even if it's a sequel, you do have to make some drastic changes. Yeah. Otherwise you're redoing what's the point? You're redoing well, of course, and you completely. Oh, I mean, and and uh, add the Kendrick's character uh, of Stacy Pilgrim, which she had a small, a bit role, but now she's reduced to. I think she might have seven lines in the whole series. You know, <laughs> they showed up two in two episodes, like hiding under, like hiding under the the, the coffee thing, and you know. But I mean, you can't have them all. His roommate Wallace Wells is hysterical. <laughs> well, well, but Wallace is pro- arguably the best character in the whole in the whole series, the whole <laughs> in the whole Scott Pilgrim universe. It, you know? It's not like he needed uh, comic relief in this series, but he did provide pretty good comic relief. I mean, he's, he's looking great. I mean, so I mean, so, the, so let me ask you: yeah. considering this is an alternate thing, considering um, there is some expansion and exploration into. A, a different mindset of plot characters and whatnot. Um, as a whole, did you find it satisfying or more than satisfying or less? Okay. See, and I'm going to be honest, as I'm watching the series as a, you know, fan of the, of the books and everything, at first I didn't like the changes, but then as the episode progressed and I thought about it and it got deeper into the lore and, what they were trying to accomplish and do. And I'm like, you know what? It actually makes sense. And it was, and I enjoyed it. And I actually really, really liked the series. It ended up being, I ended up going, I, I give it an eight. I give it an eight out of 10. It was, it was very well done. And it, I, and it was satisfying. And there is an after, there is a, not like an end credit scene, but kind of like a mid, mid credit scene, whatever. And if it were to continue, I would be, Pleasantly surprised and happy, you know, but uh, because they they don't even open ended, but they kind of give you a little a little something that may the may or may not happen. Oh, I think it's I'm for sure. I think it's going to be greenlit because, again, like I said, it's the number one trend. You know, it 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 brings a lot to the table. Like the anime is fantastic. The soundtrack, like you mentioned, was fantastic. The storyline line is refreshing Mm. because. This is a difficult thing to do. You have a set, you know, huge dedicated fan base to a cult classic that you are attempting something different. Yes, it's an update. Yes, it's modernized. Yes, an expansion of the universe. You, They could have gone very much left here. But I think because they brought back the same voices and there's enough um, eggs, Easter eggs and, and, and relations and references to what we all knew and liked that a new generation could be sucked into it. And the old ones like us, ha ha ha, um, appreciate. It. Oh, so yeah. they're kind of doubling their fan base. Reimagining. I give them a lot of credit because to me, it does work and it works well to the point that I really enjoyed. I was almost a little upset that it was too quick each episode. And 
and that that it was done in what eight nine eight episodes yeah eight episodes that it was done rather quick like damn i've been just in a day the 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 o'malley was always very cognizant and aware of not doing too much of not going too far and many times over the years he said that he did not want to do a sequel because there's, there's basically no no more not much of a story to tell that's it i mean and you 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 take that risk if you if if the guy gets the girl and the girl gets the guy that's it what else is there to say i mean if you progress- can i ask you can i ask you this question yeah, yeah, bring yeah. you back a step mm. how did you find the live action movie in relation to, I know you did way back when, the early days of Dead Dudes, you did a, a, a nice little, just to revisit on this podcast, quickly, mm. how did you feel about how that rendition was in relation to to that point? The, you know, the series, the books, the, and everything was. How no, did you feel? The movie was, was very similar to the books. I mean, you had a couple of things here and there, but it was... It was more of a straight line... It was, well, yeah, it was probably, you know, I don't want to say hundred percent exactly like it, but it was, it was a lot. It was, it was very similar. I mean, down to, uh, down to certain scenes were taken straight out of, out of, out of the graphic novel. Because I loved it. I, I thought it was an instant hit. I thought it had so much for everybody who's, who has the same kind of common thought into a, a cult movie like that, where it deals with a lot of our insecurities and it deals with, and, but you throw in there a fantastic gameplay, right. uh, um, script, dialogue, and the actors really brought it in together. I mean, you, you couldn't ask for a better cast. That thing was a phenomenal uh, a piece of, of, of casting. Where yeah. they, they, the right people at the right places. I regret, I mean, I, well, not me, but I mean, I, it's a shame that the studio did not give enough attention or didn't have enough faith in Edgar Wright's vision and Brian O'Malley's vision in the actors and everything else, not to give it a wide theatrical release. Okay. I do believe it was at, it was an approximately half of what uh, the a regular blockbuster is. So it was matter of fact, I, you know, I know I saw, I saw it in the old theater by, by your old house, what you got gardens. <laughs> and they were like, it was like, and well, my sister, and there were like 10 people in the theater. And they probably looked at the film and said, what the hell is going on? Because that movie was, as the story was, at the time, was way ahead of its time. If it would have come out now, people would, would eat it up, you know? And the key to these movies, even though they're source material and everything, is that it's bringing to a wider net, right? It's bringing to an viewing audience that not really would be into a book like this, a comic book, a manga series, but it brings in because of the star power and because it's in the theater and now everybody's accessible. It brings with it like like a breakfast club, like a, a Napoleon Dynamite. Like it, it brings into a commonality we can all share, but in a vision that makes it spectacular, memorable. I mean, how many people quote it? How many people even today would still cosplay as a dress up uh I, if this movie had just if the series had just come out before um halloween i think possibly me and pbj could have gone as the twins that i mean i don't know how people would like it i really don't care but 
That and, would that would have been cool, and and and, and, then you make, and then you make like a little robot. That's you could have been. I think you could have easily been Bruce, uh, not Bruce, uh, Lucas Lee. Uh, easy. I mean, you could dress up as as Gideon if you wanted to, or and I know a couple people who would fit in as as Scott himself. Uh, they're not really big cosplay people. They're like perfect ones. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, and, and, and stuff like that. Um, hell. A group of us could have gone to Comic Con or Anime Con as the entire Scott Pilgrim cast, and that would rock as well. That would be that would have been absolutely freaking great. That would have been. But so, any uh, uh, last thoughts, uh, ideas, shares? Uh, uh, you have filled us in amicably. Uh, this has been a fantastic series. I do myself give it an eight point five out of ten. It was you, that enjoyable. You can. This has been. A story, a comic, whatever that has been, that you've gone so far with. You went original anime. It was an original, you know, an anime inspired graphic novel in black and white. Then you go and you make the movie, boom, and you go, you make the video game. Boom! You go back and you and you colorize the original series. Boom! You leave little snippets of, an, of animation and little little backstories that weren't in the movie, which you can go back and see about about um another one of uh which they kind of they they mentioned that the the Kim the Kim Pine story when Scott dated her. They that how that all you can watch it on YouTube. They have a whole whole animated short about it. There's another another short about about um. Another one of Scott's exes, Lisa. You know, you can go back and you can see all this, all this stuff, and all that is from one story. And now Scott Pilgrim verse. Scott Pilgrim verse. You have toys. You have, you know, which by the time that's hot. That is hot. By uh, Mary Lou Winstead. I have, you know, so it's I have figures and I have, you know, which I should have had them on hand to show, but. Yeah, and if we get a season two, that would even be even better. But watch the series. Have patience if you're if you're a fan and it strays from the source material to watch the whole thing, and then you know, open your mind because the real genius behind this is that the you gotta the the real genius behind this is that it's such an awkward topic. When you date somebody, you do date their exes, like it or not. Yeah. And you have to show your exes. I mean, it's to make it into such a thing that is enjoyable is absolutely genius. You know, everybody brings their baggage into relationships. Yeah, and this is life. And obviously, we, okay, it's it, it's a cartoon, it's a story, whatever. So everything is set but within it's fun, man. Within, it, it's set within days as opposed to weeks or months or years, obviously, except for certain parts. I mean, but eh, it's it's fantastical yet grounded in real life, the story. And it's okay to make mistakes and have a past. Especially nowadays, man. I mean, hey. It, it look, it's okay, guys. But and what it is date, you know anything so and it puts into perspective you do have the past the future that's another thing altogether but you have the now exactly so scott learns it ramona learns it everybody in the whole all the characters learn it 
after it's all said and done, take a breath. Do you want this happening now? And just like a video game, man, you could die a few times, but you come back. And if the juice is worth the squeeze, then it is. That's it. Squeeze away, baby. All right. With that, please check it out. Let us know what you guys think. Give us your, you know, your opinions, your comments and everything on this. And we will probably do a, if you guys want, we'll do an in-depth comparison from the comics to the game. We kind of did here, but we can go a little more in. Kind of did. <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys really, you know. Yeah, like, we'll give a shout out because when 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 Izzy did this a while back, uh, we had a lot of good feedback uh, that we should be doing more of these things. We did a similar thing with the Strain and that series, and we do a lot. And again, we are the Deader Dudes. We investigate all things geekdom. Uh, we live it. We embrace it. We love. It, we enjoy it, and also be on the lookout for a lot of our retro reviews. For some classic movies, because everybody's doing remakes now. That's because they love the original. Exactly. I'm Izzy. I'm Rocker. Remember, be safe. Enjoy. Con away. And always, always save the whales. Take care, guys. <laughs>